Hi there and welcome back to Amplify, the personal brand entrepreneur podcast. I'm Bob Gentle and every Monday I'm joined by amazing people who share what makes their business work. If you're new, then take a second to subscribe through your player app. And while you're listening, join our Facebook community. Just visit amplifyme.fm forward slash insiders and you'll be taken right there. Hi there and welcome back to Amplify, the personal brand entrepreneur podcast. This week... I have a treat for you. This week I'm speaking to Marissa Nelson and for those of you who don't, don't know you, I'll just explain how I met Marissa. I was on a virtual summit as a guest speaker and Marissa was also a guest expert on the summit and what I found really unusual was Marissa has a really serious topic but every time she opened her mouth I just found myself giggling with joy at the kind of stuff that was coming out of her mouth. And that was why I had to have you on the show, Marissa. So thank you so much for joining me. There's so much I'm really looking forward to speaking about with you. We had a little bit of a chat before we started recording, and it was so hard to just dive straight in. So Marissa Nelson, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. Hello to all your listeners. I am stoked to be here. I don't know if they say that in your neck of the woods. But oh, we know what stoked means. Perfect. Well, then we're. I, I'm stoked to be here with you and cannot wait to get to know you all better. So for those people who don't know about you, Marissa, just have, tell us a little bit about who you are, where you are, and what you do. Uh, well, I, I do several things. Uh, I am uh, in the United States. I live, <laughs> I live in a few different places. I live in North Dakota, which is really cold up by the Canadian border, uh, middle, smack dab in the middle of the United States up by the Canadian border, about an hour. And then I live in Florida part time and in Costa Rica. Uh, the rest of the time I spend my time on Delta Airlines. I, um, I travel a lot. I'm an entrepreneur. Um, was raised on a farm in North Dakota, so really rural background, uh, you know, come from humble beginnings, eight kids in my family, and started uh, started really my business journey. And I'm really excited to talk to your, your group today because I started my business journey really when I was 14 years old. So I'm, I'm excited to share those stories with you. I had a, a little bit of a rummage around your your internet estate, if you like. And one of the things I saw on your LinkedIn profile was CEO of Financial Freedom Group since 1993. Yeah. 1993. I'm embarrassed to tell you what I was doing in 1993. <laughs> so you've been around for a while in business. Yeah. So what is it you do for your customers? So in, in that space, I own multiple companies. I am the CEO and uh, founder um, of Freedom Financial Group. We are a holistic financial planning firm. So we look at how it all works together, tax, legal, insurance, investments, all of it, your retirement. And we become really that one resource, that one place where we all come together around the table as a group of advisors and give our clients a coordinated plan. I always ask people, you know, what keeps you up at night? What are the things that make you toss and turn about your business, about your finances, about your family, about where you sit today and your hopes and your dreams and your goals? And I ask the question, you know, would you ever go to see your doctor? And, you know, when you go in and see your doctor and you say, hey, you've got a, you got a heart problem, Bob, we, we need to clean out your ticker. And, and, and he says, you know, Bob, I've never done this before, but I've been your doctor for 30 years. And so I thought what we'd do is I'd grab a couple scalpels, grab, grab, you know, you know, grab some, grab some of those little suction things, those, you know, those sucker outer things, bring you to the back room and let's give her a whirl, Bob. 
<laughs> you know, how comfortable would you feel, Bob, if, if, if your doctor of 30 years that's been, you know, the guy that's been handing out, you know, antibiotics says, I want to be your cardiologist today. Most people yeah, would say, happening. yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, Charlie, thank you, but no, thank you. And and so at that point, I, you know, I started looking at the, the marketplace 30 years ago and I said, you know, what do people really need? And I think when you start from that question of what do you need in your business, uh, you can come alongside them and serve them in extraordinary ways because that's what visionaries do. You know, we see before others see. We, we, we look at the world and we say, how can we make that better? And I know you do that in your business, Bob. I know that the people that are listening to this do this in their businesses. And they say, how can we make it better? We've got a better idea. We can do this stronger, faster, better, smarter, more efficiently, less expensively, whatever, the, whatever your, your values system is that, that you bring value to the table. And I, I brought together a team. And so I started in the insurance industry. Uh, my mom, when I was 14 years old, uh, we were really, really poor. I came out of an abusive uh, family. My, uh, you know, my dad in the middle of the night, one night, he, he pulled out the shotgun, was going to shoot all of us, shot a hole in the ceiling. And after he fell asleep, my mom, you know, took us out with our backpacks and, um, you know, started a new life. And in that new life, we moved into a two-bedroom trailer house. I don't know if they have those in Scotland, but... We have them, but they're for leisure. Some people live in them, but most people go for holidays in them. Yeah, this was not a holiday. There was no heat in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> this was not a holiday. This, we could hear the mice, right? Like, this was not a holiday. Uh, and so we we'd, um, we were, we were one night... Um, my mom had nailed blankets and towels and all these things around the around the doorways and the windows to keep us warm. And we were all huddled in the living room. We had dump, pulled this old brown couch out of a dumpster. And she she made this like a big party, right? And she, she put this little fire lantern in the middle of it, this little kerosene lantern in the middle of the, the living room to keep us warm. And I looked up at her on this couch and I, I said, Mom, we're like those poor people that they talk about on TV, aren't we? <laughs> like, but we're not just poor. We're, we're really poor. We're like crazy poor. And she said, yeah. She said, yeah, we are. Uh, but you can be a victim or you can be victorious. You have a decision to make. What are you, you going to be? You're going to be a victim? You can be victorious. And in that moment, it was like a snap. It was like a light bulb moment. I can be a victim or I can be victorious. There's a choice here. And and uh, that started, that really started my financial services career. And I know that sounds goofy, but I, I started hearing, I started reading all these things from personal development people like Zig Ziglar and, and some of the greats. And, uh, and, and as I listened to him say, if you help enough people get what they want, you can get what you want. I started asking the questions. You know, if you ask good questions, it's, it really starts with that, with serving your clients and your customers. What do they need? What do they want? What problem can I solve for them? And you ask those questions. Oh, man, I, I literally came from the trailer courts. And now today I, I own a mountain in Costa Rica. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, you can too, you can too do this. Um, and the funny thing is, you know, people, I, I, always, I always share with people, education, education will make you a living. And I, I'm, for all of you educators out here, don't get mad at me now. Just take a chill pill here to have a moment. But education will make you a living. 
experiences and self-experiences and self-education, those will make you a fortune. Those will make you an absolute fortune in your business. So what I would like to really dig into a little bit is I have been doing business with business owners my whole adult life. And I've seen some curious things that it's not, it's never the really, really smart guys that really make it big. There's something else at work here. And when we were on the virtual summit, I kind of sensed you had your finger on the pulse of what is that X factor that makes the difference between somebody who makes a living and somebody who makes it big, somebody who really just seems to play a different game to different rules. There's something different going on in their head. On the journey you've been, you must look back and when you have mastery over something, you can very easily see where other people are making mistakes, but it's very hard to communicate what those mistakes are. Now, I know you're, one of the phrases I love on your website is that the world needs you rich. I love that because that yes. really sums up what it was that I loved about the kind of things you were talking about on your virtual summit. But you can kind of hear the question I'm asking, where would you go with that? Yeah, you know, I think that there are, it's the X factor, right? These are the X mm. factors. You can have, and, I, and I've, I've worked, you know, I, I manage a billion dollars with my team. Uh, we, you know, we, <laughs> we, we have clients all, all over the United States. We're in 42 states here. I've got clients literally all over the world in Switzerland, in the UK, you, you name it. Um, I, I'm working with people in that area of money and mindset mastery. There's an X factor here. And, you know, the, 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 it, it's going to sound a little goofy, uh, but there are some qualities that I look for. And I, I know, like when we begin to have this conversation about how do you, how do you get from here to there with so little? And I think the first one is grit. Um, the first one is no matter what, I am going to get better every single day. My, my mom and I were talking about this. I was, I was sharing with you just a little bit before we started this podcast, Bob, that my mom was talking to me last week and she said, why do you, why do you work so hard? Why are you so passionate? Why are you like, <laughs> you know, you can't, you can't slow down. Like, and, and I said, that's your version of slowing down. You know, that's your version of, of where I should be. I, I write my own story. The world needs me rich because I'm going to turn those riches back to the people around me and the people that are put in my path. You know, there are sewing schools in Costa Rica today because of the work I did 10 years ago and 20 years ago. And small actions over time lead to great change. So it, the first thing I would share with you is it's grit. It's grit. It's grit to say, no matter what, I will not, I will never, I will, you know, this, this is a declaration I make to the, the enemy of my soul is that little voice in my head that says, oh, you know, you're working too hard or, oh, you know, this is too much or no, you know, this maybe isn't for you. Bull, everything is for me. It's all for me. I'm, I, I am gonna suck the marrow out of the bones of life before I, <laughs> before I, before I'm gone. Right? Like, I want everything. I want it all. I want every experience, every opportunity, and I want to turn that blessing back out on those around me. So, you, you know, part of that is the passion. There, there are, there are absolutely. I, I think there are ten critical uh, qualities. Of, of an entrepreneur that you have to have. You know, passion is one of them. 
um, you know, strong, strong work ethic, really knowing what's your plan. This, the space between your hopes over here and your dreams fulfilled over here, the space in the middle of that is your plan. It's what are you going to do daily? What are the action steps you're going to take daily? And are you taking the right ones? So if I look back and I think about, you know, what that looks like, those X factors in people. The first thing is what declaration, you know, after you, after you talk about grit, grit being number one, then number two, what have you declared? What have you declared over your head, your mind, your health, your money, your business, your family, your relationships, your travel, your whatever, whatever you've declared. You know, I've gone all over the world and, and people say, oh, you don't want to go to that country because they're rude or, oh, you don't want to go here because they're rude. And I, I giggle. I, I've traveled to you know, in 2019, before COVID hit and the world, you know, just went mad. Um, I, I literally did like 30 countries in 2019. And in all those countries, in every single one of them, meeting people all over the world, they were amazing. And they had these amazing gifts. So no matter where you're planted, whatever country you're in, you have a gift and a talent and a purpose and something inside of you that people need. The world needs you rich and they need you rich health. They need you rich with your wealth. They need you rich with your spiritual development, with your personal development. They need you rich emotionally, you know, physically, financially, emotionally, spiritually, in your relationships all across the board. So I'm going to ask you, are you living life rich? Because a rich life doesn't just happen. You have to go out and grab it by the kahunas. I don't know if I could actually even say that. Can I say that? You're going to probably yeah, have yeah, to yeah, edit that. Fine. Sorry, Bob. But you have to grab it by the kahunas and say, you know what? This life is for me. It did not happen to me. It happened for me. And everything that happens up until now was meant to teach me something about how I can take it to the next level. Because all you're doing at this level is you're exchanging this life for this level of problems and experiences, challenges and experiences challenges and opportunities you're exchanging it at this level but when you master that you, you'll you'll come to find out that there's there's another one right after that and then you go how much can i test myself there's a curiosity of that there's a creativity in it um so i, I get really excited about and then i have a i the the third one i would just share with you is is part of the number one is this determination mm. and the determination is Never again will I stand for that junk in my life. Never again will I stand for that way of treatment or that level of living in my life. Never again. You know, I'll never again. I remember walking into, we had this little store called Kmart when I was a kid. I remember walking into Kmart. My parents, my mom, she just didn't have the money. Like we, we went to like, uh, I don't know if they have this all around the world, but we went to these garage sales, rummage sales, um, yeah. trunk sales, right? And we would get things, we would get clothes for a quarter. And this isn't about the material side of it. So please don't miss it. I really want to make sure that, that we all get this. It's not about the material. It's about the ability for me to walk into a store today. That's, what are you working towards for you and your family? Because Eleanor Roosevelt said years ago, uh, I listened to this quote, and she said, it's one of my favorite quotes, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Yeah. And and I, I love the quote, but I started to think about that, and I, I really began to think into, I'd walk into Kmart, and I couldn't afford to buy a, a $20 pair of, of blue jeans, of pants. And 
you know, a, just a few years ago, I, I booked a trip to Italy. I went to Florence to my favorite designer, Ferragamo Salvatore. And I, I went to this designer and I had these shoes commissioned to fit my feet. They're, they're my I made it shoes. And I remember calling my mom. I brought my daughter with me, you know, because you want to bring other people with you. When you have these experiences, you want to bring other people with you. You want to show them the mm. way. You want to take them with you because that's that's part of living a, lo- a rich life. Anyway, I, I took my daughter with me. And we're sitting there, and you know they're you know they're whining and dining you. They give you like this sparkling, really fancy glasses of water, and they you know they come over and they're like, "Oh, let us put the shoes on." I'm like, "I'm putting my own shoes on, but all right." And so, <laughs> you know, they're just pampering you, pampering you, and it's it's such a different life from the trailer court. And I called my mom and I FaceTimed with her when I was in Italy. And I said to my mom, I said, thank you. Thank you, mom. Thank you. Thank you. Because no one can make me feel inferior without my consent. But we were those conditions and circumstances that we were in. We were poor. And you in that moment spoke life to me. And you said, you can be a victim or you can be victorious. And I'm sitting in this chair today with these seven thousand dollar shoes on my feet which sounds absurd right it, to me it sounded absurd that is a lot of money for a pair of shoes as a as a gentleman i would say <laughs> no but it's your money <laughs> yeah 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 well you know I, I it's it wasn't about the money for me it was about this was the epitome of what i could see at that moment yeah and now and and, and it's so funny because in that moment, I said to her, you know, mom, and I showed her the shoes and she said, girl, those aren't worth, you know, $7,000. You, you, you done lost your mind. <laughs> yeah, those, shoes, those shoes are a symbol to you. That's yeah. really what it comes to. And every day, every day, I would ask you to find some anchors in your world, success anchors, significant anchors, and, and ask yourself, so this is one of the things. It's a disciplined approach. I take this as one of the disciplines that I use in my businesses, in my life. I own seven multi-million dollar businesses today. Uh, and and be, be open to this. Take an open mind in this moment. Have the confidence that this in this moment, this could work. This might just work. This could work. And I know that it works because it's worked for me and many of my clients that I mentor. But this disciplined approach of creating these anchors around you whether it's a card or a letter or a, a message from someone, maybe it's an email they sent you that said, you helped me in this way. You made a difference in my day in this way. You did something for me in this way. That's part of living a, a rich life. And I keep those anchors around me. And every day when I'm approaching a new project that I go, holy crap, this is way out of my, this is, you're in over your head, girl. You're like you're treading water through a straw, you know, like <laughs> in the ocean <laughs> with the sharks swimming around you. Do you ever feel like that in your business, Bob? Have you ever, have every you ever been day, there? Every single day. Oh, yeah. Me, me too. Me too. I have those moments in my day where I go, what are you thinking? And when I do, I pull out those shoes. I put them on my feet. And I walk around my living room or I walk around my office or I walk around my kitchen. And I say, I can do all things. It was given to me. I have dominion over all things. No one can make me feel inferior without my consent. If you knew where I came from, you would never mess with me. My hopes, my dreams, my goals, my children, my family, my money, my anything. Because I know that I can. 
and I know that you can too. It, it starts with your mindset inside of it. So I'm going to ask you, what are you playing small in right now? What parts Ooh, of your, write that down. Uh, well, you, with your business, you think about this. We do this every day. We don't pick up the phone and call that guy. I, you know, years ago, I started calling right directly to the CEO. And people said, you are nuts. You, you got to go through the chains. You got to talk to the right people. You have to go through the sales department. Then you have to go through the HR people. And then you have to go up the ladder. I said, why do I got to go up the ladder? Well, why don't I just start at the top? Because that's where I want to be. Why don't I just start there? Why don't I just, why don't I just start there? And, and you know what I found out? So often, <laughs> they would take my call because no one was calling them. And they were like, yeah. why are you calling me? I only make these decisions. I said, you do, but wouldn't it be fun if you could make this type of decision that would impact your company in this way? Mm. Yeah, and I, I would get on their website and I would, I would ask them the question, if I, if I was a you know, genie in a bottle or a fairy godmother with a magic wand, what are the three problems, what are the three biggest challenges you and your company face today? And they, and they would say, why are you asking me this? I said, because I want to help you. And if I know, if I know what's hurting you and we can fix it together, sometimes it takes an army. Sometimes it takes the army of one. Uh, but I think it, most of the time it takes all of us working on that problem. And you do stuff that matters every day. And I want to help you and I want to help your people. So how do we do that together? It's a bit of a pattern interrupt that you'd sort of snap your fingers and people sit up and pay attention for a second. They're, they're sort of shaken out of what they would normally be doing and they're, they're paying attention yeah. and in that moment give themselves permission to do things in ways they didn't do them before. Yeah, I asked the question, when's the last time you were innovative? Mm. When's the last time yeah. you came up with a different way of doing it? Are you just following what every, all, the, all the other competitors in your space are doing? Or are you competing with yourself? I compete with myself every day. I get up and I go, I'm going to be 1% better today you know, in my area of health, I literally have it like taped to my computer screens. I have it taped to my iPads. It's on my, it's everywhere. Uh, you know, what would a healthy person do? I asked the question, what would a healthy person do? And it's, it's not, hey, stop eating, you know, Cheetos and, and chocolate, <laughs> you know, and milkshakes. It's what would a healthy person do? What choice would a healthy person make? What choice would a rich person make? What choice would a what choice would a you know business owner at this level make? Because it's so hard to see even three steps beyond where we're at. It's like driving down the highway, and I, I've been through the you know I've been through Scotland, and at Scotland at night, by the way, the stars shine differently in that country. I I, I was telling uh, telling Bob before we got on. Thank you, Bob, for you know just being in this amazing, beautiful place. Because I'm gonna come visit you one day, my friend. I got to come back. The time. The hand of God made Scotland. He went right there, and he gave you guys everything. <laughs> it's just gorgeous. The locks, the all of it. It's just beautiful. Anyway, so I'm driving, I'm driving down this highway in the middle of the night. Uh, I had gone from the tip of England to the tip of Scotland. And in a Nissan GTR, we were driving fast, by the way. If you're going to drive a Nissan GTR, drive fast. <laughs> drive fast. Drive, but, but responsibly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's right. Drive responsibly. <laughs> Thank you, Bob. Uh, so I'm driving down there and, and it's, like, it's like being on a highway at night entrepreneurship is like this. Being a business owner is like this. You can only see so far ahead of you with those headlights, right? 
but you trust that the road is still there. So as you're driving forward in your business, in your career with where you want to go, you trust the GPS on your car. The, and, and, and that GPS, you know, that, that guided planning system you have for your business, I'm going to ask you, you know, what are we doing? What are we doing for a guided planning system? Who is, who is with you on the way? I have people around me, and this would be one of the other points when you talk about the grit of a business owner. Who do you have around you that are my no BS people, right? And, and when I say BS, I don't, I don't know if it has the same connotations there that it does here. It does, uh, it does, but it's fine. It's my podcast. Do, do what you want. Th- thank you, Bob. But it has, two, it has two parts for me. It's BS for one, which we, we know what that one is, but it, it's the other BS is belief systems. Mm. Belief systems. What belief systems are you buying into? Because those are sometimes those are other types of BS. They're broken systems you're buying into. Are you buying into a broken system? And so I keep people around me that challenge me and they ask me, is there any other way? I, I have, when I make decisions, people say, well, this is the only way. And I say, BS. Yes, it's not the only way. One option is no options. Two options is a dilemma. Three options or more is where we play. So when you got three options, come back into my, come back into my space and let's talk. Three options. That's where we play. Always in every decision. Take your power back. As you might know, this show is supported by our sponsor Agora Pulse. Now, you know how hard it is to juggle all the things in your business, the accounts the meetings, the never-ending inbox. And that's why I teamed up with Agora Pulse to give you more than five hours back a week when it comes to managing your social media marketing. No complicated Excel docs, long emails, or millions of open tabs. Simply manage all your social media channels in one place. Go to amplifyme.agency forward slash Agora Pulse to score two months for free on me. Now, all you have to do is figure out how you want to spend those spare five hours. So where we're going is kind of what I wanted to ask you about next, which is, again, I meet all kinds of business owners from very small business owners just making a living. I mean, just making a living. Yeah. Right through to multi-million dollar CEOs. And what I've found is that people seem to peak and it's not because of what they're capable of but it's because of what they believe is normal Mm -hmm. and partly also what they believe is possible and it it is belief systems to an extent and it's almost like people have an internal barometer that sets their success temperature Mm -hmm. and whenever they start to creep above that the heat comes off and they just fall back again they never seem to be able to push from and a good example is people who talk about building a six-figure business. Six figures is there's a there's a lot of difference between a hundred thousand dollar business or a hundred thousand pound business and a and a nine hundred and ninety nine thousand. But people seem to feel that breaking into six figures they have arrived. How do you move people's vision on what's possible from what they've become accustomed as accustomed to as normal to what's actually really possible? I think there's a few things that are part of what I would call the factors, the factors that will influence your outcome in this situation. The first one is who you are around. And I mentioned that earlier. Uh, Mm. I have thinking partner groups. And in those thinking partner groups, others are farther ahead than I am. And they open me up to the possibility 
that there might be more. So who's challenging you in a close, small group? And as a CEO, you know, as uh, this is a hard place because if I would, if I would look back and, and keep in mind, I've been in that place where I couldn't buy diapers for my baby. Um, I started my career, I started my business uh, out of absolute necessity to feed my child. I was 18 years old. I had had my first baby, uh, you know, came out of a broken home, lots of lots of BS, lots of broken systems, lots of broke, lots of bad belief systems. And, you know, I, I, um, I got pregnant really young. And then what do you do when you get pregnant really young? Back in the day, you, you got married and I got married. And I was in this pattern that I was going to live two doors down from my mama in that trailer court for the rest of my life. And I looked at my baby girl and I said, I am going to give you a better life than I have. And I, and I started in the financial services uh, area. My aunt gave, there's a big long story. I talk about it in, in, for today, we're, we're going to side, we're going to sidestep that, but there's a process that took place. And one of the things is it's, it's, it's really, really creating these micro goals along the way, these micro goal posts. If you're a, uh, if you're a, if you're a sports fan, you know, where am I going? Whether it's, you know, the, the soccer net or the goal post in football, we call football something different in the United States than the rest of the world, but you know, what the rest of the world knows the difference. It's that's fun. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when you look at when you look at those goalposts, and I think about you as a business owner today, if you're saying, I want to get over six figures, the thing I would ask you is, what kind of questions are you asking yourself daily to keep you fresh? What kinds of things are you listening to daily to keep you fresh? What kind of things are you placing in your mind? I do it first thing in the morning. I literally, I, I literally want my feet to touch the floor every morning. And I want all of hell to shake and go, oh, crap, she's up. <laughs> right? That's what I want. That's, it's a driving force inside of me. And, I, 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 and the reason I share that with you is because that's part of that passion to say, is there more? Can I, can I challenge myself? I'm going to ask you, when is the last time you challenged yourself to push through to the next level? And if you could... Who else could you serve? What legacy could you leave? What difference could you make in the world? You know, years ago, um, in 2016, my fiance, uh, 2015, he calls me and he says, babe, he's an ex-army ranger. He's lived through some really tough stuff, right? And he calls me and he says, babe, I, um, I can't walk. So I rush over to his house. I get this six foot three built like a brick house man on my back take him to the ER. We get to the ER. They say a few hours later, he's full of cancer. And I went, what? Wait, what? And my whole life in that moment went, right? Like a atom bomb went off in my, in my head. And I spent the next three months sleeping in a hospital chair next to him and head to toe cancer, head to toe. And they said, he will never walk again. And he came out of the first surgery and they had taken this eight inch tumor off of his neck and spine. And and they said, he's never going to walk again and you need to prepare him for that. And when the doctors came in and they, they, they sat around his hospital bed, I had promised this man that I would marry him. I had promised James that I would marry him if he walked out of that hospital. And when the doctors looked at him and said, James, we're so sorry to tell you, you've got these rods and these, you know, this, this is, it's never going to happen. 
You think it's not going to happen. He said, no, sir. No, sir. You get me a walker. You get me a walker right now. Because that woman said, if I walk out of this hospital, she's going to marry me. And this driving, burning desire inside of him, because I had been saying no to marriage for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, dude, I did that once. I I think I'm a one and done. Seems like the right choice, right? And um, that was his burning desire in that moment. And he said, you get me a walker. And he he did laps around that hospital. He did laps around that hospital floor. And, at, and people said, well, it's a miracle. And, and I said, you know, yeah, it is a miracle. It's a miracle that he had the mindset in that moment to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get what I want. Now, if, you, if you're in that place where you don't have passion driving you today, then I'm going to ask you to go back to and look around. Look around the world right now. What ticks you off? What sets your soul on fire? What gets you excited? What gets you mad? What things in the world do you see and you say, I, and I'm going to use a strong word, I hate that. God, that makes me mad. That injustice, that thing, that deal, that makes me nuts. Or what's the thing that makes you laugh, dance, dream, sing? You go, oh man, that is so beautiful. That is awesome. I want more of that. I'm going to I'm going to chase that because I want more of that. I'm going to chase that unicorn because I want more of that. I want more of that feeling. I want more love. I want more passion. I want more experiences. I want I want more connection. I want more of that moment with that person. What can I teach them? If you have children today, Bob do, Bob do you got kids? I have two. Yeah. What can you teach them today? What can you share with them? How can you mentor them? Because the world will live on once we're gone, right? It'll live on. And the world is either going to be a better place because you breathed the air or you stopped. <laughs> Which I know is a little rough, a little painful, a little, little painful. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you, if you want to break <laughs> through to the next level, what kind of mark are you leaving? And I think it's interesting is that these are very different questions from the questions most business owners would ask themselves. Yeah. It's, it's they, they would instinctively think, I need to think about products. I need to think about sales. I need to think about yeah. networks. I need to think about all these things that are very mechanical. But this is about a very different vision of what's possible. And not only what's possible, but it's what's that beacon that you're firing off into the future that's going to call you forward. It's a very, very different experience, and it really is powerful. People need to light their souls in order to grow. It's not about money. Yeah. Money's there. Money's part of it. But money's just a symptom of success. Money's not the cause of success. That's yeah, really good. Yeah. It, it, well, you know, here's the thing. When you, when, you, when you boil it all down, right, your business will help you earn a living. It will help you create a life. But there's going to be something beyond that. And the question is, the question is, is that enough for you? Because I think, I think for most of us that take a moment and, and when you think about living life rich, this is the reason I don't have one multimillion dollar business. This is the reason I have seven multimillion dollar businesses, (laughs) right? Because the more that flows through me, the more that I can flow to the world. And I'll tell you a story real quick about this. There is a, there's a sewing school after James died, I held him in my arms and the moment he took just a few days before, before he took his last breath in my arms, I was, I am a person of faith. So take a deep breath. If you're not, I'm not, not, not trying to convert you. 
But I was praying over him and I, I said, you know, please heal him. Please, please heal him. And I would, it, in that moment, there's no amount of money. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing. And in that moment, he, he put my, he put his face in my hands and, and, and he, he took, he took my face and he started wiping away my tears and he said, babe, you keep praying for a miracle, but I already got my miracle the day that I found you. I found my faith. I know where I'm going. I got a family who loves me. I've lived a good life, but here's what I know. I know you were born to change the world. So you go out and you every day never waste a day. Every day you get up and you go take it by the kahunas of life. You take it and you go get it. You go make a difference in the world. Go go help people and help as many as you can and take as many with you as you can. Never waste a day. And I made a promise to him that day. And my promise is I... Uh, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give and I'm going to serve and I'm going to love because the world needs more of it. And I'm going to make as much money as I can because there are people that are eating today because of the, the abundance that flows through me. There's a woman in Costa Rica today. And where I'm going with this is after James passed, I got on a, uh, about six months later, I got on a plane and I went to Costa Rica and I met some people. And we said, what must we do together? You know, after I got done yelling at the top of the mountain of God and smite me, almighty oh, smiter, you suck. <laughs> you know, I was <laughs> so mad because sometimes you can't see through the pain. But if you can lay that pain down for a minute, you can lay your failures down for a minute. You can lay those unfulfilled dreams down for a minute and you can say, I'm going to clean slate this moment. Lay it down over here. And I'm going to take my notebook out. And I asked the question, this group of us, we sat around a table and we said, what must we do together we can't do alone? And the idea for the Costa Rica sewing schools was born. And when we did that, we started the sewing schools. And now there is a woman today, actually about 300 women today that have gone through the Costa Rica sewing schools since 2017 and have home-based businesses where they can feed their children, their family, where they can work from home, where they can still provide for their family. And we have a two-year entrepreneurship program that goes along with them that shows them how to manage their money, how to sell stuff, how to introduce themselves, how to all of these things that we do, how to live out good values, how to teach their children another way that they don't have to stay in this place of poverty. They can have abundance, they can. They absolutely can. And this woman, I, uh, last two years ago, uh, when I was in Costa Rica, she grabbed the translator and she came over and she said, Marissa, I have to tell you my story. She said, I, I just made my decision that I was going to die. And I said, what? What? She said, yeah, I had cancer. I have four children. I had made up my mind. I had My husband left me. Uh, I'm a single mom. And I had no one could really afford there because of where they lived in the mountains of Costa Rica. Could no one afford to really take all four of my kids? So I, I have them split up now and, and, and I'm getting ready, you know, like I was getting ready for that. And then I got accepted to the school and I would come every single day and I heard that I am valuable and I am worth something and that the world needs me rich and the world needs me healthy and the world needs me in a great place. And I took that every single day and I started, I started learning how to sew socks or, pardon me, underwear and t-shirts 
and she filled her she filled her suitcase full and took the seven hour bus ride to San Jose to get cancer treatment, and the other women in the school watched her children when she went away, and she made enough along that journey to pay her rent for the month, buy food for the month, and for the first time in four years, she looked at me in big tears rolling down this woman's face, and she said, for the first for the first time in four years, I bought my children a Christmas gift. So thank you for being here. Thank you for all of this team of what you're doing here. Because I have an amazing team, amazing boots on the ground. Cecilia would be dead today. She would be dead today had I not gotten rich. Cecilia... And that is a whole different level of fulfillment. Oh, man. You... Those four children would be motherless today. You think about, now I'm going to ask you, in your business right now, in your business, you haven't met them. You haven't seen their face yet. But if you're struggling just to get by, I'm going to tell you that is the enemy of your soul talking to you in your head and it's junk. And the mindset starts first thing in the morning. I'm going to ask you, what do you do with your mind first thing in the morning? Whether you listen to a podcast, a YouTube video, whatever it is that you're listening to, put something positive into, into your mind today that says, I can, I will, never again, this will happen no matter what. Because when you get to that point and you train your brain to do this, there's a chemical reaction that happens every single day. I didn't start this way. I trained my brain over 25 years to do this. And now... You look at the, the fulfillment that you just talked about, Bob. There, there, are, there, are, there are people who are living. I never would have dreamed I would have met them when I started my journey. So another area of the fulfillment that I would like to explore is, obviously, by anybody's measure, you're super successful. You don't need any more. Yeah. But you build a coaching business around what you do, around success mindset building wealth getting rich i'm gonna i'm from the uk we don't talk like that i know it <laughs> uh, it's okay we love you anyway for, man we love you anyway. it's hard for me to even say it <laughs> yeah but i'm curious to know what does that practice look like how do you work with other people to help them travel a similar journey or at least get get on the road what does that look like well the first question i'd, I'd ask you is do you want to be rich or you want to be right <laughs> Most people would say, I want to be right and I want to be rich, but you, I guess you can't have both. Yeah. And, and unfortunately we, we've, we've been conditioned that there's shame in money. We've been conditioned that you must have had to do something bad to get wealthy. You must have had to hurt someone. You must have had to mess them over. You must have had to do. And so the, the first thing is I start with that area of asking some questions about what do you really want? What do you love? What are the things, maybe if you're in a place, there are business owners that I work with that have burnout today. And they say, man, I'm just, I've been hustling so long. I've been working hard so long. And I, I can't, I, I can't seem to break through to this next level. Or I've hit this ceiling, right? And so in, in my mentoring today, when I do private mentoring or when I do group mentoring, I, you know, I do everything from mastermind groups um, in money and mindset mastermind groups to, to mentoring uh, one-to-one and, Part of part of why I do that today is because I feel like if, if there could be, you know, one, two, three, ten, a hundred, a thousand people that were just like me, that if we can become a thinking partner, let's do it together. 
because you have you have great gifts and ideas inside of you. And the reason I do that today is because it's part of this this absolute determination to help people take their lives back. See, we've become a slave to our business, right? And it's an, it's an absolute epidemic. Poverty is an epidemic all around the world, but it's not just financial poverty. And we think, oh, you throw some more money at that, you're gonna be fine. But it's a mindset poverty. It's a physical poverty. It's the, you know, they have, they have TV shows about it in America. There's one called My 300 Pound Life. Are you freaking kidding me? My 300 Pound <laughs> Life? Uh, I, I just, I want to lose my mind. I'm like, help them, help them. And, and we, um, we sensationalize this. And I, and I think it's really interesting because there's a moment if I was going to sit with you as a, if I was going to sit with you today, Bob, and I would say, what do you love, Bob? What must you do before you, before you leave this planet? What must you do for your family? What, if, if I could wave my magic wand, what would, what would be the three things when you would say this would be a successful and significant life? What would that look like for you? What would be the 10 things you value the most today? And then I'd ask you, are you working towards those every single day? Are you getting caught up in the minutia of I've, I've, I've built these habits into my life? So breaking patterns you know, there are patterns, pitfalls, and profits in your day every single day. And breaking patterns is part of that. You know, you talked about the pattern interrupt that my mom had with me. There's been pattern. I interrupt my patterns when I see myself going down a road where I go, wait, why am I here right now? What's the big picture? What's the, especially when things aren't going right, when things aren't going well. You know, during the global pandemic, uh, this in 2020, one of my companies in the financial services sector, uh, it's the financial planning firm I own, we had 148% growth. Now, in at least in the United States during that time, 35% of small business owners were, were closing their doors. Yeah. How the heck did we do 148% growth? I'll tell you what we did. We hunkered down right away. And we, I got with my team right away. And, we, and I'll give you the exact strategies. It's some of the things that I teach my, my clients as I say, who do you know? Who's on your team? Paid or unpaid, paid or unpaid, who's on your team? And we all have a team, make no mistake. People say, well, I don't have a team. I'm a solo entrepreneur. Yes, you do. You got people around you. You got your girlfriends. You got your, your guy friends. You got your, you got your mom. You got your people that are, are speaking life or death into you. You've got, you've got online groups like you know, Facebook groups and LinkedIn groups and TikTok groups. And, and you know, they have all these different groups that you can belong to. What are you listening to? Are they talking about how the world is falling or are what we, what we can do? We literally got on the phone and worked our phones every single day with our clients and said, how are you doing? How can we help you? Is there, is there something we can do to help promote you, your business? What, what can we do to serve you today? We sent in, I sent, I sent 4,000 encouragement cards, 4,000 encouragement cards. That's insane. Yeah. It was insane. It was insane. But we sent these cards because I wanted people to know that you matter to me. You matter. And when people know, when people know that, that, that you matter to them, they will bend over backwards to work with you. And, and I, I, I just went just very quickly on this from a, from a taking your business to the next level. When you think about 
what you really want. And as I'm coaching today, as I'm mentoring people today, I'm a thinking partner. That's, that's what I call my role. I'm not a coach. I'm not a mentor. I'm really a thinking partner. What problem must we solve together? It's the same question we asked in Costa Rica. We looked around. People are poor. They can't eat. They can't feed their kids. They, these women have multiple children that they cannot uh, pay, afford daycare for. Uh, and, and so what do we do? What do they want? What do they want to learn how to do? They wanted to learn how to make clothes for their kids because they couldn't afford to buy them in the store. And then we said, well, if you make clothes for your kids, maybe you could make clothes for other people's kids. Maybe you could make clothes for the tourists that are coming here. Maybe you could make swimwear. Maybe you could make soccer uniforms. Maybe you could, like, there's endless possibilities. And sometimes we just need to come together and make a list of the possibilities and go, oh, yes. And out of that idea comes a million bucks. I love it. There's so much. I need, honestly, I often don't go back and listen to the interviews afterwards, but this time I know I'm going to have to. I've made a lot of notes. So much good stuff in here. Marissa, I'm looking at the time and I know your time is very precious. So if people do want to take things further with you, if they want to connect with you, how would you like them to do that? How can people connect with you? Well, the first thing I would share with you is I have a podcast. It's called Live Life Rich. And every single week I give ideas and I give ideas on money and mindset and how to live life rich and how do you do that, right? It sounds like this big lofty goal. So if you go to wherever podcasts are listed, you can find me. Uh, you can go to my website, marissanielsen.com, and they're all listed there along with blog posts and a ton of free resources. I'm at a space in my life right now where I want to absolutely give back. And one of the things I've got for you and your listeners today is if you go to marissanielsen.com forward slash introductions, I've got a free gift and a mini course. I'm going to just give you, I'm just going to, I, I was telling Bob before I got on here and I'm, I'm, I don't normally share numbers, but I made an extra $500,000 last month, which sounds kind of goofy, right? And I just think I, 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 I couldn't, we couldn't afford to eat meat for three years <laughs> when I was a kid. We <laughs> ate hot dogs, you know, and they weren't the good stuff. Um, and so now I'm thinking, whoa, what? It just, it blows my mind. I just get, I get, I get so excited. So, so I decided that this is going to be my gift to the world right now. Every, everybody's going to get the art of the, I normally charge 2000 bucks to do this with people and really help them hone in and get this message down. But, you know, for those of you who are in branding, marketing, and sales today, you know, branding is just you and your message, right? Marketing is generating leads and sales is just converting those leads. Well, the first step of that is you and your message and how to introduce yourself, right? So I created a course um, and it's, it's called the art of introductions. It's totally free for you. You can have it. I just, I would just want to give it to you, get the download, go get it. There's a little mini video series course with it. There's a 29 page workbook, download the workbook, workbook, go through the steps. At the end of that, you are going to have a concise elevator pitch that's going to help you. You're going to have a you're going to have a concise message, and you're going to have all of the people around you. You're going to be in a place when you're done with this workbook. You're going to be in a place where you have you have the ability to give them the exact bullet points, talking points about you and your business, so you get other people talking about you. I have never paid for a fancy TV commercial. Uh, I don't pay for advertising. I never have done it in my business, in any of my businesses. I've never paid for advertising, not a dime, not one penny, because I believe that word of mouth for me has served me really well. And if I do a great job with you, you're going to tell other people about me. 
And you're gonna say, yeah, she helped me, her team helped me, this helped me, this is what changed my life. And when you get someone to give that type of testimonial, that aha moment, we're gonna show you exactly how to do that in that workbook. And I hope that you use it. Every entrepreneur that's out here, every business owner that's out here listening, please take it, please use it, please pass it along to your other business owner friends because I know that it will add value to you. Uh, so we'd, we'd love I, to, I, I, yeah. I can't wait, I'm so excited. I will put a link to that in the show notes for anybody that wants it. Just look down in the show notes below this player, wherever you're listening, it'll be there. Whether you're listening on the website or you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, wherever, it's just about an inch below the player. Marissa, I need to ask you the one question I try and remember to ask everyone at the end of the interview, because for me, it always shines a light on something really interesting. And it's what's one thing you do now that you wish had started five years ago? Uh, well, there's, there's, there's two things. The first one is... You can have more than one. Well, that's, that's so good. Thank you. Thank you for giving me more than one because I want abundance. I want everything, you know, Bob. I want everything. <laughs> <laughs> I want everything. But, but, you know, one of the first things that I would share with you is that I would, I would have really picked bigger mentors. I would have, I would have believed in myself to really find the people that were doing it. And I identify, I identify with the scrappy. I don't identify with the, you know, silver spoons. I don't know, uh, you know, this, this. <laughs> I don't identify with that because that's not where I come from. I come from, you better get up because what you, what you slay in your 20s, 30s, and 40s is what you're going to eat in your 50s, 60s, and 70s. So you better get up. You better get on it. You better get going, right? And, and I, I wish that I would have, if I could go back and talk to myself even five years ago, I would have said to myself, you need to, you must invest more in you and your time and your growth journey. Because every time I've done that, it, it, is, it, it, it hasn't just 10x'd me, it, it's 100x'd me. And that one relationship, that one thing, that one person that has asked me the right question, pushed me in the right direction, uh, challenged me that one person it has made those thinking partners um I, I wish i would have done it 10 years ago 20 years ago and and got there quicker and then the other thing i would share with you is sometimes you have outgrown the space that you're in and the only way to get out of that rut is to do something different so i'm going to ask you what would you do different what would you do different if if you knew you couldn't fail if you knew this was not the place, sometimes it's you need to limit the amount of, of, of blood-sucking anacondas in your world. Those are the people that, <laughs> like, <laughs> that wrap their junk around you and say, oh, that's too big a dream. That's too little. You know, get rid of them. Spray them down. Cut their head off. Do whatever you and, and I'm saying this metaphorically, people. Metaphorically. <laughs> but, but take a moment in you and say, you know what? I only get one life. And I think back to James when I held him that day. And I, as, I, as I closed his eyes, I said, I love you so, and I will keep my promise. And I, and I would ask you, what promise must you keep to yourself about the life that you want to have, about the dream that you know that's inside of you, about that thing that's boiling up in you? And you go, man, to live a good life to live my best life, to live my life rich. This is what I want it to look like, to feel like, to, to become. And so investing in you is the very first start of that because you can't give what you don't have. Awesome. Marissa, you have been the 
best guest. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, I can't wait to speak to you again sometime, hopefully very soon. Uh, but for now, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. Thanks for having me. Before I go, just a quick reminder to subscribe and join our Facebook group. You'll find a link in the show notes or visit amplifyme.fm forward slash insiders. Also connect with me wherever you hang out. You'll find me on all the social platforms at Bob Gentle. If you enjoyed the show, then I would love a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It would make my day. And if you shared the show with a friend, you would literally make my golden list. My name's Bob Gentle. Thanks to you for listening, and I'll see you next week. Thank you.